the big two questions that we ask before to decide if we go to the market or if we are not going to the market is how much time we will take to be profitable and how much time will take to be relevant in the market. And normally then we have somehow a number or of investment that we have to do for go to market. And then we ask ourselves, okay, make more sense to invest this number in the country where we are. And if they will bring us to another level in the country where we are, or if we will earn more if we go to the market. So it's not only evaluation of the market itself, but it's always also an evaluation where the investment make more sense. Welcome to the Platform Pioneers, a show about the bright minds behind the world's largest digital platforms and the stories of how they built them. I am your host, Kuros, and together we'll uncover the secrets behind creating, scaling, and managing some of the most successful platforms out there. Welcome back to the Platform Pioneer podcast. Today, I'm really excited that we are hosting Fabio Plebani, the Chief International Officer of, of one of the really big platforms in Europe, Idealo. It's one of the leading product and price comparison platforms and also one of the largest portals that we have in German and European e-commerce. Uh, Fabio is, is a real veteran. He has been with the company for over six years. He oversees um, Idealo's international division with a lot of countries such as France, Italy, Spain, UK and Austria under the hood. Fabio, without further ado, maybe you could introduce yourself a bit, your, your Vita and a bit overview of what you do at Idealo. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. And that was already a perfect introduction of me and of Idealo. As you correctly say, I'm responsible for the international business of Idealo. That means the business outside Germany, I started Idealo exactly almost uh, seven years ago as a country manager for Italy, because as you can probably hear, I'm Italian. And then three years ago, I was promoted in this new position as chief international officer. But somehow I'm in the price comparison business since more than 15 years, because uh, one of my first jobs in Germany was at Ciao, that at that time was the leading price comparison owned by Microsoft. And there I was doing SEO and SEM. So I have a online marketing um, background. Then I um, uh, changed to a marketing agency doing um, data-driven marketing. So working with the big data, I had my own company. But after that, I wanted to have a more generalistic role. And so I find the job as country manager at Idealo and since there I'm at Idealo and happy to be at Idealo. You can Google and you will find out that Idealo is one of the best employer in Germany. And honestly, I can only confirm that. Uh, I mean, amazing for such a long tenure. And obviously, Idealo is, is well known in Germany, I think, all over all over Europe, and has an, an impressive impressive reach. I kind of seen that it's almost 100 million visits per month, 50,000 shops, 500 million offers. Maybe for the people who don't know Idealo yet that well, what do you guys what do you guys do? And then obviously, for as we are platform aficionados here, it's like how how exactly does the business model work uh, at Idealo? Because obviously there's different types of platforms and, and what is so special about Idealo? Yes, it's always very impressive to hear this huge 
a number, but they are all through, as you mentioned in your introduction, Idealo is the leading price comparison in Europe and so one of the leading shop, shopping platform because we bring together demand and supply that in our case is the need of the shop and the need of the customer. And we are doing that since 23 years, so since a long time. Yes, I guess that everyone of your audience know Idealo, but if someone don't know that, we have a B2B2C business. So we stipulate a contract with our shop. The shop then send us their offer. We make a match and we provide a product page where the customer can find not all and compare not only the offer, but they will find all the information about the product that they want. And then we send traffic to the shop and the shop is paying us for this traffic that they are receiving or for the sale that they are generating. So quite easy business model. Uh, so, and obviously the platform is completely free for, for the user. The way we are earning money is through our shop that cooperate uh, with us. We cover all the different verticals. So from electronic to fashion, from food uh, to beauty. So at Idealo, you can find everything that you want. I mean, uh, that, that is quite a wide reach. Maybe from your perspective as, as chief international uh, officer, and then we always talk about growth uh, of marketplaces, of, of platforms here. How do you identify, number one, new markets in terms of new geography markets? And how do you go about the distinction, what category? Do you go into this market or how do you in existing markets expand your categories? Like what is your approach? What KPIs do you, do you want to see? And do you have a preference to rather go with the leading categories that you have at Idealo in new markets or in new markets and then find out what are the best categories there? Yes, we regularly check the other market for evaluate if it's the time to go in a new market or If instead we continue to invest in the market that we are, seems they are still big potential in all the, the market. Normally we focus us in Europe and when we make our evaluation, first of all, we look to the overall market. So for example, how many people are living there? So there is a potential, uh, how many online Uh, user have a market, how many e-commerce user have a market, so forever uh, a feeling how is also the internet penetration and the digital penetration in, in the market. We obviously uh, look also the growth that e-commerce have. So, and uh, another factor for us is uh, try to understand how sensitive are the user to price because obviously more If more sensitive are, then there is more possibility for us to have success. We obviously also look if there is already competitor and if there is competitor, how they are, how big they are, how well known they are. Another important factor for us is obviously how the online shopping landscape look like. So 
how many online shops there is in, in a market. Are marketplace there, are international marketplace there, for example, is Amazon already there? Because it's already a good signal if a market, the e-commerce landscape is developed or not. And obviously we have a deep analyze on the marketing cost. How much will cost to buy traffic? How are, how look like the SEO possibility and the SEO grow that you can have in a specific market? And then obviously also the user behavior is a market that is more, they are using more mobile, they are using more desktop, they are prefer to use app or they are reacting to display campaign more than send campaign. So we make all our analysis and then the big two questions that we ask before to decide if we go to the market or if we are not going to the market is how much time we will take to be profitable and how much time we will take to be relevant in the market. And normally then we have somehow a number or of investment that we have to do for go to market. And then we ask ourselves, okay, make more sense to invest this number in the country where we are. And if they will bring us to another level in the country where we are, or if we will earn more, if we go to the market. So it's not only evaluation of the market itself, but it's always also evaluation where the investment make more sense. And about the question about the category or the challenge or the vertical, normally if we full go in a new market, you normally start with electronic because always the stronger category also based on the cost. Normally, if you have to buy a washing machine or a fridge, the costs are completely different instead to compare just beauty cream. If I may ask you. Is it the strongest category because Iyalo is uh, historically strong or is it because you are dealing, it's it's relatively sticky, so you are dealing with, with high-priced items and that is easier for a new platform to get a grasp on with customers or is it, it's less tricky, so it's a bit easier to go with higher-priced items than with a lot of low-priced items. Why is that always a good starting point, just if I may ask? It's a good starting point. Point, I would say electronic and fashion because they are the two category or fashion because is one of the biggest category overall in the e-commerce. So people are buying a lot of fashion True. and instead electronic is where people compare more price. As I was saying, investment in a fridge or in a washing machine is a extra investment, not something that you buy just because you have time or you are you are borrow and you are surfing and say, okay, now I buy a new beauty cream. You don't buy a fridge just for fun. So then normally people make research and then they try really to, to spare money. So, and this is all about the electronic or also the smartphone is obviously something where people try also to spare the 50 euro or 100 euro. So it's the category where the people compare more price and so that makes sense for us start to with that but nevertheless we see in all the different category that people are comparing also on a package of pasta we have a different offer and, and food is a category that is growing uh, very well in all the country at, at idealo especially at the alcohol part but of all 
really all the product or also pet food is unbelievable hmm. the growth that we have in this specific segment it, interesting and i wanted to kind of like tell along some something you said you had a very rigorous approach on looking at the supplier landscape and very rigorous approach looking at the buyer landscape and how mature the landscape is when you look at your business what creates the bigger headache is it getting more shops registered to compare the price or is it more the marketing the ad spend to get eventually relevant traffic onto the platform because maybe it's a background that is something that we discuss um, a lot and it's so different sometimes per industry per maturity how do you feel about that or is it maybe different per category is it different per country or what's what's a general sense uh, i would say uh Headache you have on the on both both part of the uh, of, of the platform, but that is also how the platform model is. You have this supply and demand, or I mean, in our case, shop and user. And somehow, if you want that the platform work well, these two parts have to grow somehow on the same way and on the same grow. So you have to invest. In, a, in the B2B part and in the B2C part. Nevertheless, depend of the country and depend also on the category. There are categories that are much easier to acquire shop, but it's much more expensive to acquire user and other category where it's very difficult to have uh, shop, but instead it's very cheap to, uh, to acquire user. So it's really depend of the vertical overall If I have to take a choice, I think that is more difficult to have the inventory compared to, in our case, compared to have the user. Nevertheless, what we realized, especially in the last year, that the marketing costs are increasing and increasing, especially after Corona was significantly increasing the marketing cost, also because all the retailer or the offline big shop that was not so online active then they realize that uh, e-commerce is important and so they start to invest and so you have more competition True. and automatically also the marketing cost was increasing yes i totally uh, agree with that and that is something that we have also heard quite a bit yeah uh, maybe i just uh, uh, request a question yeah. when you look at the portfolio of countries that you're operating in and i had that with another podcast guest who was in germany and in netherlands where you would think, hey, these are two very, very similar countries that still, they were quite different. There was a, a podcast guest who was running a marketplace for people walking pets. If you look at your portfolio of countries, where are quite a lot of uh, countries, can you build groups of countries that are very similar from customer behavior, from shop behavior, or is it really a unique story with every of the countries? Maybe just sharing a bit, a bit the insight that you have. Yes, I would say on the customer side, if we have a broad look, somehow all the countries are similar, but that is more because we have such a huge catalog that cover really all the different needs from the young teenager to the golden, golden age. And nevertheless, if we start to look more in detail, then for example, in, in UK, we have higher percent of iOS user compared to other country and where we have more Android user or the 
reaction of the different campaign is different, different but if I have to, to cluster, obviously Germany and Austria are quite similar as well as Spain and Italy. I will say that UK and Spain are the two extreme and then after UK, similar it will be probably Germany, Austria, France, Italy and Spain in that uh, direction as behavior. For example, Spain and Italy, we have a higher mobile traffic compared to Germany. If instead we think about the shop landscape, where there is obviously a big shop cooperating with us in all the six countries, and then in the way of doing model, for example, we have in the UK market that is normal to have revenue share or cost per order or a cost per sale. Uh, and it's similar also in, in France and in Spain, where instead, for example, in Germany, Austria and in Italy, there is a tendency to cooperate more on a CPC level. So just for pay for the traffic. Gotcha. So, so like shops are differently accustomed to different business models or monetization models, so to speak. That is quite interesting. What I was also taking from this and from the, the comment that you said, hey, that ad spend or market cost actually increased significantly. If you look back over the past six years and then look maybe six years in the future, what was the biggest thing that actually changed over the past six years in terms of be it a business model in terms of like what what maybe shops are used to, what, what, what customers are used to. And then maybe second part of the questions, what do you see as the big thing that's going to change in the next five years for your business model, kind of like that is keeping you up at night, so to speak? Um, if I think to the past, in the last six years, I would say that the big change was Meta, so Facebook, Instagram. I remember that when I started at Idealo six years ago, we were not doing any advertisement on, and we just, when I'm arrived, also because I was coming from a marketing agency that instead was doing a lot on, on that area. So that is obviously where there was a big change. And so not only be on SEM and SEO, like now we see that there is a, another Swift on TikTok or Twitch or other other platform. Thinking about the next six years, well, there, there is always a big trend and probably the answer is always wrong. I was thinking, for example, uh, when a few years ago, Alexa and Siri was presenting, everyone would say, okay, now all the way to do e-commerce will change. Everyone will do voice commerce didn't happen. Or last year, a metaverse, the revolution also didn't happen. But obviously there is, True. <laughs> there is reality like artificial intelligence. And I'm not only speaking about chat GPT, chat GPT turn on the light on artificial intelligence. And it's good that it was like this. And for example, also Idealo create an add-on for ChatGPT, but also before ChatGPT, we were using artificial intelligence and we are using always even more artificial intelligence for make our work smarter. For example, we use for improve our matching, for 
improve the creation of product or even the translation. So obviously that is a change, a technology that is changing the business. Yeah. And, and quite often AI comes up and it, it, it can be AI in customer interactions. It can be AI in interaction with the shop. So supply, demand side, it can be on, on marketing, as you said, generating content, generating description. It's quite powerful. It can be AI based on developer productivity. So this is, this is definitely a big change. If you think, and that is maybe kind of like the concluding question, Yado has been extremely successful, really doubling down on price comparison, but has also, looking at the media, experimented also trying to be a marketplace at some point, kind of like doing that. So quite active in trying to expand the business model. What would be your bets looking forward in the next five years, 10 years, where Yalo will try to, to experiment as well? Or would a price comparison page try to experiment as well? So will Yalo in 10 years build be still just a price comparison platform. What are like logical next steps for you that that could be tried out if you would have to guess? Yes, our, our mission is to be the best platform for making shopping decision. And this is what we try to achieve, but we take also the decision to be a pure price comparison. You mentioned we had in Germany the possibility to make direct purchase is something that we decide to don't continue and to don't, for example, roll out in the other country, but to focus on our core business, that is the price comparison. We want to cover the market in, in, in all the vertical and all the possibility. For example, now we are improving about to show in offer from use good, or we are improving to show also local offer so that a user can decide, okay, I buy from the online shop or I go to the retail, to the media mart, to the OB around the corner so that our user, they can really take the best shopping decision. And the best shopping decision can also be, it's not the right moment to buy this product. That is the reason why that, for example, we have our price chart that show is yeah. the right time to buy the product or not. So that is the clear direction that uh, we will take we want to be also the leading price comparison and shopping platform at least in europe we are already in europe that means also maybe that we will uh, go in the other market or that we will also look uh, outside europe but at the moment we are focusing in the country where we are we are focusing in improve our product I mean, that's a great vision because it's, it's really focused on, on customer, like doing, adding value uh, to the customer that can also sometimes be not, not to buy. Uh, Fabio, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time, for sharing all of these insights. It's always amazing to have someone who is such a seasoned exec in the field. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. Uh, it was really a pleasure.